The silver amulet was shaped as the Greek letter Pi. He loved words. She had always loved numbers. He was writing a novel. She dreamed of charting the distant galaxies. Her cardboard box containing her gas mask hung against her hip. She had painted it blue and decorated it with golden stars. Most youths their age decorated their government-issued boxes, turning them into elaborate cases that shone and jangled. Marco's was still plain cardboard. He wrapped his arms around Kemi and they kissed. Hey, silly. She mussed his hair. It's your last day with me. Why are you lurking in the shadows like Gollum? What's Tater's precious? He asked her. She laughed, but Marco cringed inwardly. Her words lingered. Your last day with me. Come, you hobbit. She held his hand and tugged him. I have a gift for you. As she turned and pulled him toward the door, Marco winced. Fire flashed before him. Snow stung him. She's fucking dead. Bullets rang and Addie grabbed his hand, yanking him. Come with me or die with her. Marco? Kemi turned back toward him, wreathed in sunlight. You coming? He nodded, letting those memories fade. It had been seven years since that day, and still, whenever somebody pulled his hand, Marco was back there in the snow and fire. Holding hands, Marco and Kemi stepped out of the library onto the city street. Maple trees grew along the sidewalks, and red and golden leaves rustled and glided down. Despite the chilly air, many people walked outside. It had been several days since the last scum attack, several days to breathe without a gas mask, to feel the sunlight, to live again upon the surface of the world and not in bunkers and subway tunnels. Before the cataclysm, Marco knew, twice as many people had lived in Toronto, twice as many people had lived in the world. These streets had brimmed with cafes, restaurants, pubs, theaters, pockets of laughter and life. Today, many of those old buildings housed garrisons of the HDF. Soldiers stood on rooftops, peered from windows, and patrolled the streets. A massive transporter rumbled down the street, carrying two tanks on its back. The city shook as a sonic boom rattled windows and silenced all sound, and a jet streamed overhead, missiles thrusting forward like fangs. Toronto. It was past its golden age, but still home to three million civilians and soldiers, among the largest cities left in the North American alliance, a bastion of civilization and might in a crumbling world. It was the only city Marco had ever known, the city he would leave tomorrow at dawn, would not see for five years, perhaps never again. So where's my gift? Marco asked. Kemi still held his hand. She gave him that smile again. Not yet, first we eat. She patted his belly. It might be a while until you enjoy a good meal again, so I'm fattening you up today. They walked through a playground, past swings, laughing children, maple trees, and soldiers with machine guns and hard eyes. She took him into Siddhartha, one of their favorite haunts. Two burly guards stood at the door, machine guns in hand. They gave Marco and Kemi cold looks, seeking the lavender curse, then nodded and stepped aside. Marco held the door open for Kemi. The scent of curries and fresh naan bread greeted them, and they entered to find a golden statue of Ganesh, artwork of the Hindu pantheon, and a smiling server in a white apron. For two hours they ate, stuffing themselves with butter chicken, tangy mutton stew, and steaming flatbread, ending their meal with green tea ice cream. I'm so stuffed I won't need to eat for five years, Marco said. Kemi nodded.
Mission accomplished. Marco looked around him, then back at her, and his eyes stung. I'll miss this place. He reached across the table and touched her hand. I'll miss you. I wish that... He lowered his head. I wish we could run, just you and me, before you're drafted to this winter, run to the south, and... Marco! Her eyes flashed, and she glanced around nervously, then back at him. You shouldn't... She sighed. I know you're scared. I'm scared too, but we're going to be amazing, Marco. We're going to see the stars. He smiled mirthlessly. You will. They'll send you to fly a fancy spaceship and patrol the solar system. I'll end up cleaning latrines somewhere on a desert base surrounded by inbred mountain men. She laughed. Good. We need somebody to defend the world from inbred mountain men. She blinked tears away. Come with me, Marco. No fear today. No tears. I want our last day to be good, to be happy.